You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast. And I'm joined by Jack Richardson of the Future Sickos podcast. And Jack, it's a whole lot better talking to you this time than last time we did a postcast as the Ottawa Senators. There's so many streaks and stats we need to get into, but I'll hit the first ones right off the top. Your Ottawa Senators snap a seven-game winless streak. Thank God they get their first win in November. Claude Giroux gets his first win back home in Philly. Timmy Stutzla, 100th career point. Alex Brinkett, two power play goals. We could go on and on, but the, the main thing that I'm getting at here is it is finally positive vibes for the postcast. Jack, how you feeling right now, buddy? Top of the world, man. I think uh, last Feels week we good. talked, and, and I said, you know, it kicked the uh... – it sucked because the the vibes were high. The Saturday, you know, it was a good feeling, and then they bit of a stinker against the Flyers. They kind of reversed the script tonight, and man, they played okay. Cam Talbot to me just kind of stole the show. Like, there's, you're right, a lot of headlines tonight or this afternoon. But man, I, I it feels nice having Cam Talbot. We had our pregame show, and I was kind of harping on goaltending a little bit, just not stealing a game here yep. and there. Talbot was the difference for me tonight. I would agree with you. He stole this game. And although, uh, well, he did get uh, the first star of the game, but there was a couple other guys where you might uh, look towards first. Without Cam Talbot in this, uh, the same story would have happened to the Ottawa Senators, and it would have been too close going down the stretch. So big time, nice game from the Tendi there. And although there's a lot of positives, there is one negative as well. Thomas Bott left the game uh, early in the third period after a nasty, nasty hit uh, that Really, we didn't see we didn't see him the rest of the game, and I was hoping he was going to be okay, but that doesn't seem to be the case. But we'll get to that later because I want to keep the good times rolling here. And how about Claude Giroux? Let's stick with that. Homecoming in Philly, he is now riding an eight-game point streak, uh, one of the best in the National Hockey League. And what'd you see from Claude Giroux tonight, Jack? He he just brings that intensity every single game, eh? Yeah, it's more, you know, it's kind of surprising almost like against his former team, like guys like Konechny and uh, Sanheim, like he's been teammates with these guys forever. And, you know, usually when you see stuff like that, where they're going at each other after the whistles and he's getting in their grill, like you're thinking maybe there was some kind of drama going on on the Flyers team last year. And yeah, they weren't very good, but I don't get that sense at all. I just get the sense that he's a competitor and, you know, maybe they're skating by him, making a couple comments about, you know, his new team not doing so hot and he just isn't having any of it. And I love it. I love Claude Giroux. He's come as advertised and more for me. Uh, and, you know, we'll get into Debrinket and stuff like that. But the three big acquisitions this summer were awesome tonight or this afternoon. I'm going to keep saying tonight, uh, but uh, <laughs> they were great today. And, and Claude Giroux just to me is is such a leader, it, like easily becoming a fan favorite for me. Yeah, it's very easy to like that guy. Uh, we can see why Flyers fans loved him his entire time, his thousand games with Philly. So that's for sure. Now, let's do a quick uh, score recap for those of you listening the day after in your car or on your uh, way to, uh, well, not work. It's going to be a Sunday. So hopefully you got the day off. But this game doesn't start very well for the All Rust Centers as Kevin Hayes knocks in a rebound, loose puck right up on the doorstep for him. The D can't tie him up, much like we've seen a lot of Ottawa Senators goals happening. The defense just not getting rid of that rebound. So your Sens are down one nothing, and things are not look. There wasn't a lot of life with the Sens at that point. I don't know what you thought, uh, Jack, but they looked a little lifeless, a little defeated already with the one nothing. And then 
Tell me if you had this one on your bingo card. Jacob Bernard Docker getting into a fight. And with Travis Konechny, nonetheless, uh, Jack, how'd you feel about that? I was I was mixed emotions because at first I was like, oh boy, like standing up for yourself. But then I was like, oh my God, if he gets hurt on this fight, like then it just goes the other way. But all you have to do is look at what happened when he goes into the box and how fired up the boys were for him. Do you think that provided a spark for the team? Yeah, hundred percent. It can't not. And you know, people make a big deal. I think about losing fights and there's a lot yeah. of chatter about Austin Watson all the time about how he never wins a fight. And look, I think if you're on the bench and your teammate goes in there and stands toe to toe with a guy, especially when he's a rookie, like uh JBD is, then it just, you, you can't not be fired up if you're on, on the bench. And if you are like struggling to get fired up after that, there's a problem with you, I think. And uh, I, I agree with you. I was a little bit nervous about an injury, but I mean, think of all the hits these guys take and all the, the weird yeah. plays and like the, like the Shabbat play like that hit on him. Like how many times do, do things like that happen in a game? I'm not going to lose sleep over a fight like that. I just think that's good on the road. Get your team a bit of momentum in a game they need to win. Um, I think it just solidifies JBD's here to stay. He can't go back down to Belleville after that one. Yeah, agreed. And as a college guy, that I mean, that's got to be his first fight. Yeah, maybe even ever, if at least for a long time. So big stick to X to JBD for getting in the ring. Because as Mark Mathot said, half, half the thing with uh, fights is just showing up. Like that's a big deal to challenge a guy on the ice. So you got to respect that. Uh, but then the game goes on. Uh, another fight, Mark Kasselik, he absolutely dummies uh tony d'angelo and if you're tony d'angelo that's a big check the game notes bud because mark caslick is the strongest player on this team and uh tony d'angelo ate at least four uppercuts to get that fight started off eh and he picked it like he i the replay like i don't know the broadcast was a little a little all over the place tonight i felt like like a little bit of didn't get the angles on all the penalties it was kind of weird but they got Konechny, or sorry, uh, D'Angelo going right after Kaslik. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're picking a fight with the biggest guy on the team. Like, I guess Torts is getting in D'Angelo's head a little bit. But did you see any of the uh, the jokes being made that, like, Kaslik's like Jesus and Jesus yeah. like, hates on bad people like D'Angelo? I found that so funny. It was good. But, yeah, he beat the wheels off him for sure. Yeah, Cassie just doing a cleanse out there, just uh, <laughs> cleansing with uh, his miracles and a couple uppercuts. So, that, I mean – Tony D'Angelo obviously didn't watch that bonus uh, sense feature where the boys were playing paddle b- or a pickle ball out there. <laughs> you can see Casty is ripped up. Absolutely. So I wouldn't pick a fight with him. That's for sure. But the RO centers, they get on the board and this is one like this felt like shabby when he goes in all alone and you got to credit him. that's a rolling puck that's getting away from him. He uh, corrals it and goes upstairs on Carter Hart. Like, that's got to feel good for Shabby. I know he's one of those guys, a quiet guy, but he's probably been hearing the criticism. I, this podcast has criticized him, and it, it felt deserved that he wasn't playing up to his game. Well, he turned it up this game, and he gets the scoring started for the Ottawa Center. So that's got to feel pretty good for Thomas Shabbat. And then next goal doesn't come till the second period, and it's on the power play. And I don't know about you, Jack, but that whole power play, I was iso-cammed on to brink it. I was like, they have to find a way to get it to him and give him no excuse not to score on this power play. And that, like, that's where your captain comes in. Brady Kachuk with the perfect pass. All four Flyers players facing the other end of the ice. To brink it's all alone. Pretty easy goal for a 40-plus goal score, eh? 
Yeah, I mean, he could have 10 by this point with all the easy tap-ins he seems to uh, have missed. But man, like, I can't imagine the the feeling that must have been. I think his, his he had the empty netter goal for his first. And I think yeah. that one on Flurry where he just kind of spun around and fired it. Like this one to me would probably, and I guess the second one afterwards too, but this one would feel like a, a true goal uh, where you just put it in the net pass. Like, like I don't, I don't think you can get over that mental hurdle until you do something like that. You're in the position and it goes in. So, I mean, we were talking again on the pregame show and Nick Robinson, his, uh, his dad is a big Blackhawks fan. So we watch a lot of games okay, of yeah. Debrinket in the past. Right. And he said, he's always notorious for a bit of a slow start. And then he told us this before the game, he said it, they come in buckets and he wasn't lying because it did tonight, um, or today. And, uh, yeah, like that just has to feel great for Debrinket. And I, I was fired up uh, both him and Shabbat's goal. I was just fired up because two guys that I've been criticizing a little bit that just needed to pick it up and they both pull one. Yep, those are two guys that, uh, you know, if you're DJ Smith, you're sitting there being like, when are these guys going to get back to their normal selves? And that definitely feels good. And that ends up being the game winner, uh, which is crazy. 2-1 for the Ottawa Senators at that point. And then you head to the third period. I'm just going to my notes here. And Claude Giroux, like, he missed that shot on purpose. Eh? Like, that was a purposeful bank pass because that pass goes right off the boards Banks to Debrinket, and then again, on the power play, nobody's ready for that shot, and he buries it. Like, I, I love the two Debrinket goals. I wish he would have got that Hattie just to keep the good times rolling. But uh, t- at this point, I don't know about you, Jack, but I felt pretty comfortable that the Senators were going to get away with this one. 3-1, two Debrinket goals, and they seem to have all the momentum, eh? Well, I think part of it is, is I mentioned at the beginning, but Talbot, like when you have a goalie just making those saves that, you know, not that Forsberg hadn't or Talbot hadn't to this point, but it just kind of lets you a sigh of relief a little bit. And yeah, like the Sens overall probably didn't have a great game. A lot of miscues defensively, let's say, and the Flyers came in waves. Um, But this is what you get when a team doesn't have a super offense, like, like a lot of talent offensively, like the Flyers. Uh, so, you know, you're going to, you're going to be able to get away with plays like that. So I, I'm, I was with you, I'm not nervous or I wasn't nervous at all, uh, the whole game. And, and I think part of it is just the, the goaltending, but also just the way that, um, the forwards were, were playing good defense. And I've been harping a lot on that. And I thought yep. the forwards were really good on the half wall tonight, uh, pressuring the D like it, it was just an overall solid effort and you can analyze, okay, they're not playing great you know, they didn't deserve to win this, all that. You can say what you want, but these last two games, even the devil's one for me, it's just now that they've broken the dam a little bit, yeah, they can start to just relax and get back to playing their game on Monday against the Islanders. So um, they just needed to get this one and then we can go from there. Yeah. It was such a relief to finally get that win. I mean, I like us as fans, it's a big relief, but I can't imagine for those guys in the locker room because you got to feel that they're sitting there being like, man, we're trusting our process. We're getting so close, but just getting snake bitten at the end of the game here every single time and we can't pull through. So for them to not only pull through with the win, but get a 4-1 win, including an empty netter, like for them to be the ones that get a chance to score on an empty net, that's you've put yourself in a good position there. And then you talked about good forechecking. Well, Tim Stutzler does a great job on this play. He gets around Ristolainen. Ristolainen has to do everything in his power to hook him. And this was actually one of those rare goals where the referee was right there and he calls it a goal before it even goes in. I mean, we all know it's going to go in, but 
that was a play where a penalty on a breakaway on an empty net, it's an automatic uh, goal typically. So right there, you knew Timmy's going to get it. And what a way to get your 100th career point for Tim Stutzla, who uh, had himself a night as well, a goal and an assist. So definitely a good game for your Ottawa Senators with a 4-1 victory over the Philadelphia Flyers in Claude Giroux's return. He had two assists, uh, not a big deal for him as he keeps things going. But Jack, as we always do in the postcast, we're going to get to our Sense Central standouts. But first, quick word from our friends over at betonline.ag because if you like to hit props, there was a lot of fun props to hit on this one. I know a lot of us, Jack, I don't know if you've been riding this train, but to bring it anytime goal score, like it just, seemed like every game every sentence fan on twitter was like this is gonna be the game this game he's gonna burst open and if you were one of those people placing your bets you gotta do it at betonline.ag betonline is the trusted online sportsbook of the locked on podcast network and hey it's a saturday afternoon but you can get ready for sundays too they got football they got basketball they got soccer golf ufc whatever you want they got it so check it out the best odds at betonline.net guys it's betonline.net where the game starts. All right, Jack. Now let's get to our Sense Central standouts. Uh, as our guest, I want to thank you for coming on and joining me. It's been a blast having you join the postcast more regularly this season. So I'll hand it off to you for your first Sense Central standout. Let's let's go around twice here. I think there's enough guys, eh? Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely cover not enough people here. Uh, I'm going to just start with the easy one. I'm going Alex to bring it. We could talk about him all day, and I think he's been okay to to start the year here he's producing a lot anyway um and this game i think is just going to open the floodgates and and to me it's not even just that like he had that uh really nice play after he got both when pinto kind of sent it up to him on the left side and he i think he beat wrist line and wide and cut into the net like that was his best chance of the game and it didn't even go in so i was just really happy with his play standing up for brandstrom against delorier too at the end there just the two short kings uh (laughs) and i I just i I really like that game from the Definitely his best so far this season, and uh, he's my Sen Central standout. Yeah, good call. And it's funny because this is a game where, it, like, to bring its goal was his first shot of the game. So I kind of thought the game where he broke out, it would be like he's getting shots on shots on shots, and eventually he's going to break through. But he wasn't really a big part of this game until he gets that goal on the power play. But you know what? He's a, he's one of your snipers. If he just is kind of dormant, but then explodes on the power play. That's what you need him, right? Like, he's going to be the finisher on this team with Josh Norris out, that's for sure. So, yeah, Alex it easy Sin Central standout. I like it, Jack. I like it. So, I'm going to go with the next easy choice. We already talked about it, so I'll keep it pretty short here. But it's Cam Talbot. I mean, 37 uh, saves on 38 shots after that goal goes in. And yet, yet again, another example of a goal where... I'm not blaming the Ottawa Senators goalie for this one at all. He makes a good first save on uh, connecting, driving the lane and uh, making a backhand deke. And then the Sens, they can't, they can't clear the rebound. And that's an easy one for, um, for him to get there. So, or it should have been an easy one. And it is for Kevin Hayes to bury it. But after that, Cam Talbot makes a lot of good saves. Like I thought uh, when the Flyers did get their power plays, he was sharp. He made a couple of good breakaway saves. And the key thing too is Cam Talbot did a good job of holding uh, the puck when he did get a shot on. There wasn't too many juicy rebounds other than that first goal that I mentioned. Like So I thought for sure Cam Talbot had a good game here. And it's got to be nice for him getting a little revenge on his old team, the Flyers, even though he was only there for four games. So 
Camp Talbot is my Sense Central standout. Uh, Jack, hit me with your next one here. I'm just trying to think. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I could go with Thomas Shabbat, I think. Uh, obviously, nice. he was injured, and, and I I really hope it's nothing serious. I, I tweeted it out. Like, he, he, I think, I don't know. I don't want to dive too much into that agent and, and simmer dispute that yeah, was happening the other day. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if an agent is standing up for his player like that, I think to me that speaks that the player is frustrated and obviously understands that the scrutiny is starting to come. And you can just look at the reaction after he scored, like Brady giving him the little push and like that the boys knew he needed something like this, like a good start like that um, to kind of get himself going again. And I just really hope, you know, that this isn't anything serious, maybe a couple days off. Um, and hopefully also if he's out, it means Zub is back in because I, I do not want to tempt fate with Mr. Number 22. He can just stay right where he is because I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, but Thomas Shabbat will be my honorable mention. Just uh, he had, he has legs going. He has his legs going. He's at his best. And and tonight or this afternoon, I think that's like four times I've done that now, but uh, <laughs> he was, he was good this afternoon. Yeah. We're, we're not hitting you with the fine on that one, Jack. Don't worry. You're all good there. Yeah. Thomas Shabbat definitely uh, was a guy I was going to mention uh, if he made it back to me here. And he, although he plays under, it's crazy that he played 18 and a half minutes and that's without a third period, like basically his first shift in the third period. So he still gets a lot of ice time, but this obviously you don't want Shabbat being hurt, but this is a much nicer way to see the decors uh, ice time. I'm just looking at it now. 19 and a half for Holden, 19 and a half for Hamnick, 19 and a half for JBD, 16 for Branny, and then 22 and a half for uh, Jake Sanderson, including Thomas Shabbat's 18 and a half. So although it was tough that, that uh, they didn't have him, the rest of the five guys did a really good job holding things together and keeping this team afloat. So you definitely got to give stick taps for that. Now, Jack, what would you what would you say your biggest takeaway from this game is? Just like that they needed it. I don't know. And it's hard to kind of put that into words, but they needed something like this. And yeah, it's nice for the fans when the team gets a win that after a long time, but you could just tell like how dejected the team was, especially after... Uh, the New Jersey game, right? And looking at Brady in the media and, and just, it's heartbreaking, honestly, right? And it's early in the year, but they're they're human beings too. And they understand that they went through the exact same thing last year. Um, but I think this is just one, it, it feels a little bit different than that Pittsburgh one last year. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, they won one game last November. And it was November one, yeah. Yeah, so that one, and I think in that one, Stutzel got his first goal. So in a way, maybe it feels like Debrinkit is kind of like the Stutzel in that scenario, but... Yep. I think this one's different just because it's on the road. Uh, another first road win of the year, which is huge because this team struggles a lot on the road. So I, to me, it's just that the takeaways that they needed it. And I'm just excited to see how they go forward because this is where you got to start stringing wins together. You can't fall back into another couple losses here. Like you, you got to get three or four in a row here uh, and you, you have to start. You have to start with one. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the Sens have just been digging themselves in a hole, digging, 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 and then they get the one point. So at that point, they stop digging, but they're still way down there in that hole. So now they got to start building a ladder and climbing back up. And that's the first step is getting this win against Philly. And I'm glad you mentioned it. That was one of the stats I, I forgot to mention here. First road win of the season. My God, that was a finally a big relief because. Obviously, you love it when the Sens win at home, but geez, you gotta mix in a road game once in a, a road win once in a while here. So it's glad to get that uh, monkey off the back there. For me, my biggest takeaway for this game 
it's got to be that the Sens dominate the special teams game and come out with the win. Like they go two for three on the power play and then oh for three for the Flyers on their power play. So that's what you love to see. And you know what? If you can get a game where your goalie just kind of steals it like Cam Talbot and then you're just waiting for your opportunities, you get those man advantage and you capitalize. That's a good recipe for winning hockey games. I mean, it's not some hot take or uh, galaxy brain over here, but all you need is stable goaltending and capitalizing on big moments like the Ottawa Senators and more specifically Alex Dabrinkit did on their power play. So that's something you love to see, especially because they score the one goal in the final minute of, uh, of the period there on the power play. And then they get one on uh, another poor penalty. What, was that the lot in slashing? Uh, play that Debrinket gets a second yeah. goal on. So, yeah. so that's Wadi just gets a good hit there and then uh, he just retaliates behind the play and that ends up being a costly penalty. You can guarantee that you're going to hear from uh, Torts about that, that he's not going to let that one go so smoothly. So yeah, a 4 1 win for your Ottawa Senators. Let that sink in. And Ottawa Senators win on the road in November. That feels good. And uh, we got a little surprise for you guys. Uh, Jack, I didn't even mention this to you, but we're going to bring on a guest in our postcast after dark. Jack, hopefully you can stick around with us for a little while longer when we do our after dark segment here, as we have a Sense Central podcaster out on the streets. But not where you would assume, not in Ottawa or even Philly. So we're going to get to that in the postcast after dark. But for all you guys listening along, stick around for the chat because we're going to get to questions as well. Thank you so much for myself, Brandon Pillar, for Jack Richardson of the Future Sickos podcast. This has been the postcast. And guys, like I mentioned, stick around for the postcast after dark coming up in just a few moments. <laughs> 